This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians, featuring the shows such as the Goatheads Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast. We cover Bills, Sabres, and more, with more shows on the way very soon. And the Cast Source Podcast Network covers many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. Featuring the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, Trivia, and more of the Buffalodian Podcast. All right, let's go. It's schedule time, and we are back with the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino. Happy Wednesday, everyone. And we are here live with the schedule releases coming out in the morning. Not really live. I mean, you'll be seeing this later. But let's just get into it, Dom. What's been released? Let's, we'll, kill the, we'll kill the music here. What's been released? What's what's still in the air? I know the Bills Jags have been released. That's the London game in Tottenham. Tottenham. Uh, what do we what do we, <laughs> what do we what do we see for the rest of the NFL? Dude, dude that was in like theater and like could act a little bit. That was no no bad. no British. There goes actor. our there goes our British viewers. Yeah. yeah. No 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 British. Uh, there, goes, there goes some, there goes someone from like North North London being like, you know what? I'm going to try this Buffalo <laughs> podcast to see what this team's all about. Two seconds in, just get past. Wait <laughs> up. <laughs> but um, Tottenham. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as you could probably know, it's the day before schedule release. But today is a day where CBS, Fox. Uh, Amazon and the international games get announced. So one Bills game got announced. So last year, this time the CBS game was Bills Chiefs that got announced. Uh, so it's a trend that the Bills get at least a game announced early, and they got their Week Five matchup against Jacksonville, which my dad was riding home that they were going to play Jacksonville, so he's very happy that he played that right. Funnily yeah. enough, the Jags will be the first team ever to play back-to-back games in London. Uh, they play in Wembley against, I believe it's the Falcons in week four. And then yeah. week five, they play in Tolton, or I, I think that's how you pronounce Tottenham. it. Yeah. They'll, um, it's, it's actually interesting because that, that um, stadium is very similar to yeah. the one that the Bills will be made. Will be, uh, yeah, it's uh, what they're kind of constructing. Reference. Yeah, they're using it, quote unquote. I think they broke ground, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all passed, all done. So this will this will be... It'll it'll be happening for 2026. It looks like, like they said. Oh, so, yeah, yeah so we get our very own Tottenham, right, right here. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm done. I won't do it anymore. I, <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't do it. I promise. But what else is going on, Dom? I saw Giants Eagles Christmas. Yeah. So Giants Eagles is one of the Christmas games that Fox announced. Um, yeah. Bengals Chiefs is Week 17 on Christmas Eve. Uh, and. The Black Friday game, first time ever they're playing a game on Black Friday, is the Dolphins at the Jets on Amazon. Um, And that was a game that people thought that – I think a lot of people regretted that one to be Eagles-Bills, but – Yeah. Hey, maybe we get another Thanksgiving game now. Or the Bills – the the whole season opener again is Bills-Eagles. I'm so so done with the Bills playing on Thanksgiving. Sorry. You don't like it? I don't like the Bills playing. I don't, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm I love it. Sitting at sitting at the table eating some like Turk, things. and then you know, like, did you just I say Turk? Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eat some turkey. Watching the Bills play. It's fantastic. Come on. I'm like, I don't like mixing, like, family. He gets too emotional. Is what he's trying to yeah. say. <laughs> like, I can't just go off. Like, I mean, especially last the last Thanksgiving game where it was like a couple WTF. Like, what's going on? Like, you can't drop a. Well, maybe it's because I don't know. 
don't know. This is the, so I, I looked it up, Joseph, as we were talking about for the pod. The Bills played the Jags in London the 2015 season, and the Bills lost 34-31. Guess who the starting quarterbacks were for both teams? Who? For us, it had to have been like, hmm, Tyrod? EJ? EJ Manuel. No, Tyrod was on the team in 2015. It was EJ. What? It was the last year he started. I don't know. Tyrod was starting in 2015. I think Tyrod might have been injured. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. EJ Manuel. Who's, let's see, Blaine Gabbert? No. Bortles? Yeah, it's Bortles. Oh, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. He he went 13 and 29 that game, and they stopped 34 points. Who Bortles did or EJ? Bortles. I looked up the EJ. (laughs) What is it? What were his stats from that game? Let's take a look back. Like 24 42, had two tuds, two picks. Eek. Yeah, (laughs) what a draft pick. What a draft pick. EJ Manuel. At the time going into the game, I think the Bills were three and three and the Jags were one and five. So it kind of figures that the Bills would lose that kind of game, but hopefully that doesn't happen this time around. Rex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was a year out from Kyle Orton, I believe, was it not? Oh, yeah. It was a year after. Year after, yeah. Yeah. Douglas. But no, so very it's exciting to see it now. You can kind of like get your tickets to when the when the Bills are gonna play in, you know. Yeah, over there. I'd love to see how many Bills fans we see. I know I'm I'm not going to London, but um, how many Probably Bills lot. on the TV and whatnot? You know, yeah, I feel like a lot of the the world is mafia in in a lot of aspects. So um, I'd love to see it. I I think this will be a really good game too. I, I don't think that's a sleeper game because Jacksonville is kind of coming into its own. They're playing. They played well last season. Um, Doug Peterson's got that team cooking, so I, I'm I'm excited. That'll be a good game. Yeah, they hit their rock bottom with Urban Meyer. Yeah, and now they they hit the turn. You know, mm-hmm. kind of have that associate. You know, yeah, good for Jacksonville. Listen, right. all I'm saying of Jacksonville, man, they played a last place schedule last year. No, yeah, they played a last place schedule last year. So, and welcome, their division's dog. So, welcome to the big dogs. Yeah, to, they play the yeah. AFC North. And they played the Chiefs and the Bills as their extra two AFC games. I, well, I mean, I trust Doug Peterson as a coach. I don't. It's not about trust. It's about like they're they're the, okay. Literally, they played. Did we, did we play the South last year? No, we played. Who they played? They played the West. They played the AFC West underachieved, and their two games were against the Jets. <sighs> the two extra games were against the Jets, and I think what Cleveland finished last in the division. Yeah, in Cleveland. This you switched out those games. You get. The extra two games of being Chiefs, Bills, plus the AFC North that's supposed to be loaded this year. Lamar, Burrow, the Steelers are pretty good. The Browns, at least, are talented. I don't know, man. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're a fluke, but like, then who comes also, out of the Houston, division? Yeah, Houston going all in. CJ Stroud, uh, you know, Will Anderson trading their first round pick. Like, yeah. Maybe. They could. You They've never, never know. been to a conference. They're the only team to not be to a conference championship game. Who? Houston. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jacksonville. I was like, Jacksonville made it in 96. No, Blake Bortles. 2017. Saxonville. Yeah, they made it They made it to the against the Patriots, right? Almost beat the Patriots. Yeah. Should have that was the year they knocked Tyrod Taylor out in our playoff game. He was out cold on the ground. And Nate he lost, Peterman. what, like 10 to 3 or something? Yeah, and Nate Peterman came in and almost threw another interception. He did throw another interception, Joseph. Or he did. To this day, Nate Peterman still throws interceptions. He ended his game against the Bills last year with an interception. Is he on How a roster fitting? right now? Is he still in Chicago? I think so. Let me see. I'll look at that right now. I can't believe Nate Peterman's on a roster. He's the perfect practice quarterback. At least he's not um, Paxton Lynch to get benched in four professional football leagues. Yep. Backup quarterback Nathan Peterman will return for his second season with the Bears after signing a one-year contract. I don't get it. He's getting his money. Respect. Respect. He's so bad. With a career like that and you're still getting signed, respect. Respect. Must be a great locker room guy, but so yeah. let's make some scheduling uh predictions. Mm-hmm. How many primetime games did the Bills get last year? They got five plus Thanksgiving because apparently Thanksgiving doesn't count as a primetime game. So I'll say four. Yeah, I, I was four. I think they're gonna lose out to like the Chiefs and Bengals. Actually, did they get 
They also got the flex game on Saturday with the Dolphins, too. So I don't even know. I think that counts as another. They got like a bye, whatever. Yeah, I would say the beginning of the year, I'll say four. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five, and they have the potential to get flexed late in the season for those Saturday games. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Bills sell. They're a, while they're a small market, I think their brand is one of the better ones in the NFL right now in terms mm-hmm. of like people wanting to go watch their games. They're a very watchable team, and I think the NFL is going to hammer them. Oh yeah, especially now because especially now because um, you have all the rules about how you can be on Thursday night football twice, and you don't have to have a primetime game like you're not required. They should here. just get rid of like no one likes. Well, fans probably do, but like players hate Thursday like night football. It. I don't like it because then I have school the next day. No, yeah, I'm sure there the are people that like it though because they get to like- watch football during the week again. Think about Monday night football. Yeah, I don't like. I, 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 am with you in the fact that if I have to get up early the next day, there's nothing that's going to stop me from watching it either. Like I, I want to watch it. So then you anti putting- Monday night football. Are you anti Sunday night I'd football? I'd be technically anti Sunday night football then. So no, I can't no, I'm not anti Sunday football. I'm I'm a little anti Monday. I'm anti. I'm anti weekday during school. Yeah. I don't like Thursday night football. It's just like Thursday random point much. of the week. I could deal with Monday, I guess, because it's only one day and it's the second day of the week. I like Thursday night football. Yeah, cool. What's, what's no, I'm not a fan of Thursday night football. And now it's even more relevant because it's on Amazon, so it's not like I stream it. What's well, also, it's important to know that every game now is for a free agent. There's no destiny, there's no like, yeah, usually in the past, if it was AFC at NFC, that's a CBS game, NFC at ABC, AFC, excuse me, that's a Fox game, and they would trade games, whatever. Yeah, not this year, it's all and it's a free market, it's all up for grabs, no regulations. Uh-huh. So, we'll see free how market. that goes. So, maybe that means that there's gonna be more games on Fox this year. So. We shall see, but will we see Tom Brady in the broadcast booth? No, he's not. He's not until next year. Yeah, he's, when, he's got one year gap. Yeah, walking. Oh, uh, what, what got, there you go. He might be on the field next year. We don't know. Thanks, thanks for enlightening me. Thank you. You know, this is what we do on this podcast: is enlightening. Learn something new every day. Enlightenment is our number one goal. So Mike, you should just go play in like the CFL or something for a year. <laughs> play against Chad Kelly. Yeah, go. Please, please go. He <laughs> should. That'd be, that'd be savage. Or go play for Antonio Brown in a really football league where he doesn't. <laughs> hey, Antonio <laughs> Brown releases a photo of himself in a Ravens jersey and says he's going to play there just without right, speaking right. to anybody. Right, right. So Joe, Joe and Mike said four. I said five. Does anyone – have predictions on who they play in those um those games. I feel or like one of them has to be like the Jets. Um, do we, we play the Bengals this year? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, it'll be the Bengals. Um, Eagles, one of them. Mm. Mm. Super Bowl champions against the Bills, who are still third mm. favorited. I, I will say this right now with the the, the CBS. Dolphins. Yeah, with, with the CBS coming out as it's saying... Um, yeah, look at our opponents, actually. With, with CBS coming out and saying Bengals-Chiefs is like their number one game that they put out, I think there's real smoke now that the Bills-Chiefs are a primetime game. Like, last year we talked about how like they were, were in a primetime game, but they really kind of were because it was like that 425, that number one spot. Mm-hmm. This year, like, the, with them not, that game not getting announced, I think because like, two years ago that was Sunday Night Football, a year before that mm-hmm. in 2020... That was supposed to be Thursday night football, right? And then that became like Tuesday night football, right? Or am I wrong on that? Um, something yeah, like that, I think. That I remember. That might have been. It was the, a year where it was like the that was the, the tornado, Titans, wasn't it? There was that was the Titans yeah. we played weird. Yeah, that was like that weird COVID year where it was, I think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be Monday night. No, because it was Thursday because it was a Fox crew, and it, mm-hmm. it got like delayed and pushed back. Whatever, whatever it was. But, um, yeah, I think the Chiefs is definitely going to be one. I think the Eagles will be one because I think this. You know what? I'm going to say e- I don't think the Eagles will be one because I think the Eagles are going to be like a 425. I think it's going to be Chiefs, Giants, Patriots, mm. Jets. Patriots. They always play the Patriots on like Thursday night football or, or they always play them on a prime Monday night, night somewhere. Show. They always play the Patriots on a primetime game. So Patriots, I think they're going to play Rodgers uh, in, in New York. The Patriots game might be home. Chiefs is an arrowhead. Um. Yeah, I'll shoot. I'll shoot Bengals. I'll shoot Bengals. I'm trying to think of like a 
They're going to do the Bengals because of um, what happened last year, too. I'm, that'll be on Monday Night Football. That, that yeah. one's a Monday Night game. I think the Patriots are going to make up for that. Um, no, I'll, yeah, I'll say Bengals, Chiefs, Jets, Dolphins. I think Dolphins for sure. Bengals for sure because of everything that happened last year in that horrible playoff game, too. Um, Chiefs for sure. Um, Jets for sure with Aaron Rodgers. There's no way. I'll shoot Eagles as my fifth, actually. Yeah, and then Eagles would definitely be my fifth because that's the Super Bowl champ. Hmm? Yeah, I said four or five. Oh my god! I'll stick with four. Yeah, Tage Thompson, Alex Tuck vote. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said I four to five. So I don't know. I'm not running back. Rewind. What do you say? Two, yeah, the top two teams when they play in the AFC, the Giants because of the storylines, the Eagles because that's a that's a good matchup, and I think a, di- a, a division. Yeah, I only have one division. You could make the argument that there's going to be two, but actually, no, I do already. Honestly, Giants one is a good take there, buddy. You know, I, yeah, but is, is it here or is it in New York? It's here, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's a good no, Jets, I, no, I already had five. Sorry, Jets, Patriots, Chiefs, Bengals, Giants. Yeah, yeah Giants. We also have the Broncos coming. I home, think the, the Dolphins will be that flex game. I think the Dolphins will be that like mm. possible in the season they get flexed. Oh, oh that's no. right. We got the we got Baker Mayfield coming here. And I think I, I think the Bengals game is like gonna be like a four twenty five CBS start time. Like it's gonna be one of those kind of games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's Monday night. I don't know. Now I got take out the Eagles and put in the Bengals. I think the Bengals actually gonna be Bengals are gonna be Monday night football. Patriots is gonna be like a Thursday night game. I think the do we get two Thursday night games? Oh please no. I'm not. I'm not going to answer that question because I don't want. I, I'm not speaking my opinion into existence. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, so that's I, fair. I have two back-to-back questions about who plays Week One. First is the Chiefs, because I want to know who you guys think they play Week One. I have my prediction. I don't think they're going to play the Bills. No, I don't think they're going to play the Bills. And they're definitely not. They're guaranteed now to not play the Bengals. So I don't know the Chiefs' opponents. Well, look it up and then and then speak. Okay. Uh, I, I will make the prediction right now that they will be playing Tua Tangabaloa and Tyreek Hill. They're going to play the Dolphins. I think the Tyreek Hill storyline is really going to drive that. I think the network's going to go for that. Like Bond returning to LA. Yeah. Yeah. That's two good teams. I think that's that's definitely Um, a good call. Um, I really appreciate that. They could rematch the Super Bowl. I was going to say maybe rematch the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did that. They did that. after Carolina Denver, they played again, especially because whatever people were upset about the refs call in that Dolphin? game ending it the way it did. So I think they might do that actually. But the Dolphins, the Dolphins one is a good take. That's a good take. But I'm gonna go to the Eagles just to be different from you. Actually, no, I'll be really different. I'm gonna say they're gonna give Sean Payton his first game back in prime time. Oh, that would be something. That would be I'll something. Go bold. AFC West matchup right off the bat. I I. I, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm sticking with the Eagles. All right. All right. Who do you think the Bill? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that was the, your, your, that was question. your next point. Sorry, that's I didn't see that on the, on the outline on the docket for today. But who are the Bills playing in Week One? I have a, I have a, I have a, th- I have a thought. Yeah, it'll be the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals at the New York Jets Sunday Night Football. I think the Jets is our week is a week three away game like that that area. No, I, no. It's prime oh, time. Rodgers in a Jets uniform is going to be a prime time game week one. Who else? You think it's you think it's against the Bills right away? Yeah, they hate each other. I agree with that. And two two Cali boys going at it. And last year it was Rodgers Allen on Sunday Night Football. Packers Bills. Yeah, we're going to drive home point. the line of two California boys. Can you not? Prefer to like. What do you want me to say, <laughs> men? I mean, you're saying Cali boys. That's what they call me and my brother. So I got just really like, confused for a second. But it was just like, okay. Um, really? I I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be different. Well, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers and I'll agree with you. The fellas play. Oh, thanks, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I think it might be the Bengals week one big game right away to start it off. Did you have that as a primetime game? Sunday night football. Yeah, eight fifteen p.m. 
I just I I, th- I think the Bengals are gonna play like the Steelers or the Ravens week one. They usually always make them a di- like that division game. Yeah. yeah, we usually we do usually play the Jets like week one or two. Yeah, only last year they didn't because they played the Rams. Then we played the Steelers the week before the year before. Yeah, that was a string of the Jets for a while. Yeah. It was 2020 they did. I was hated it because the Jets weren't really any good at that point. It was always like, why why is this the first game? But then again, we really weren't either. So 19 they did. Yeah, it was like week one or week two for a while. 18 that got killed by the the 18 that got killed by the Ravens. Yep, I remember that game. Nate Peterman started dog. He's seven to three. Josh Allen threw Josh Allen in the rook. How do you not start AJ McCarron? Is the real question. Oh, he got injured, didn't he? Yeah, or yeah, I traded. You got traded to Las Vegas. I want to say. I know that, but was there an issue? Uh, never mind. I can't, I'm not even going to try and wrap my head around it. And then I'm they signed gonna... Derek Anderson <laughs> later in the season. Yes, they did. That's right. Derek yeah. Anderson. He's a Pro Bowler. Hey, hey, yeah. he started. He started Monday Night Football. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. Derek All Anderson. right. So, unfortunately, one of our questions. I didn't know if. We're gonna start. I don't know. I thought they had these games, the international games, gonna be announced at like noon. I didn't think they were gonna be announced at like eight a.m. So, um, I was five for five in my predictions. Just saying. I would have said Jacksonville. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm just being that guy. Just being different. Yep. But uh, yeah, we already know when the Bills play in London. So yeah, playing Jacksonville. Week five, Jacksonville. Um, so when do you guys think the Bills buy will be? Week six. A week That's seven. Really buy. Holy I think it's a week seven buy. I think what? they want the buy after London, honestly. What, what they oh my guy. That was a good point. It used to be an automatic buy, and now they give teams the choice. Yeah. Oh, that is a good point. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I mean does do make I guess teams. it depends on who they play the next week. Because if like they play some bum team, like maybe they wait, but like if they go back to like have to play an important game, like a divisional game or something, that was a good point. Wow, they might want to like wait, or they might want to take their buy and then play. Am I blinking? Because you don't want to drop a division game. Were they week seven last year? Because they were five and one going to the buy. I think so. It was after. Chiefs. It was after the Chiefs. Yeah. Four no, they were four was, and two. weren't they four and was, two? It was week. No, hang on, no hang on, hang on. Wait, I have to go to right Rams, here. Rams, Titans. It was week seven. It was week seven. Rams, Titans. Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, bye. Then Packers, Ravens, Steelers, Jets, Chiefs. Vikings, Browns, Lions, Pats, Jets. Yeah, week seven. Bins, Bears, Bengals, Pats. I'm going to hop on the mic train, though, and go week six. Yeah, I, I will have to as well because that's a good I, good point that I didn't even think about. The you usually always have those early buys anyway. So is that a lot? I think that's a lot, yeah. There are mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be a long season for the Bills. Yeah, if it's, it's, week six, it's week gonna be. If it's not week six, they're probably going to think that their opponent week six is easy enough where they can have a week seven buy. Yeah, yeah. I would say early buy. I would agree. It's not going to be like one of those teams. If they're like, playing the Commanders in Week Seven, there's no way they're taking the buy. I'm I'm telling you that right now. In week Six, my guy. Or Week Six. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Or yeah. Baker. Baker Mania. Ah, yeah. That'll be an interesting game. That is know, a great we... quarterback room right there. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield, Kyle Trask, and John Wolford. Oh my God. I can't. Hey, John Wolford started. Hey, they those are those are two starting quarterbacks for the 2020 playoffs. It's true. Bucks. Just a few years ago, they were the the top team everyone wanted to go to, mm-hmm. and now no. they're just they're back to rock bottom, mm-hmm. back to being irrelevant. I'm sorry, but like there was all this hype like when they gave Todd Bowles the job. Like, I'm sorry, but he wasn't that good in New York. No, no. I guess he was all right, but like, no, he I don't know. I was not a fan of that Todd Bowles at all. So I got I, I got to ask a question: Did they retire coordinator than head coach? What'd you say? They retire Tom Brady's jersey in Tampa. Oh, oh my God! Honestly, probably. Honestly. Really? I mean, only three. What three years? I mean, yeah, but he won him a Super three, Bowl. Three years. It took the team with one of the worst winning percentages in the NFL the year prior to the Super Bowl. I say probably, yeah. Just how many, because. How many do the Tom Bills Brady. have? Three? The Bills have three: Thurman, Jim, Bruce. Yeah. Someone. Nope. I don't, I don't know. Having your jersey retired is a big deal in the NFL. 
Maybe get. I think he'll get in like the Wall of Fame or like the Team Hall of Fame. But I don't know. Actually, you know what? You're right. Because well, no, I still say they do it just because it's like Tom Brady. I think it's the name. But like, you're right about like NFL because there's so many players that need numbers. NHL. Ottawa retired Chris Neal's number. No, they're a like, joke franchise though. Like, when's, why would you retire? Like, Chris Neal is like my most hated like actor of Irish. all time. Listen, dude. when my boy Snoop Dogg buys the buys the Sanders, he's taking that number down. Dude, if Snoop oh Dogg God. actually buys the Sanders, I kind of hope it's Ryan Reynolds. Like that why? group. I don't know. They, it they bought seems the, like they bought most no, they did turn around that one soccer club in Europe. Yeah, Wrexham. Yeah. That's football. football. I don't know. I feel like if Snoop yeah. Dogg owns the team, it's gonna be like a party the entire time. I think it's yeah, that lo- that locker room is gonna be called the hot box, it's and they don't the see any of the players ever again. Yeah, I don't want to see the weekend on that team either. No. Would Snoop Why- Dogg be the majority owner or like just a partner? Like a minority owner. Like how A Rod's like in the minority order of the P Wolves. Oh, okay. Like yeah. he's part of the I think Mahomes of- is like a minority owner of like the Royals or something. Yeah, like he's part of the group. Okay. Okay, well, they're ever okay. No, actually, you know what? I'll change my take. I don't care if Snoop Dogg then, because like if he was the majority owner, then like that would have been like weird. But like if he's just like a minority owner, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right. Let him go up to games and have a good time. Moving on. The who do the Bills end their season with? Week 18. Week 18. I think it's the New York Jets. It's definitely a divisional game. I'm I'm calling the Jets. Aaron Rodgers to finish out the season. I think it's going to be like some random game, like the like a filler game. No way. They never do that, Michael. No, they always I'm going to be bold. No, there's your five for five or six for six at right there. Yeah. I think they're going to play the Pats again. You're not a bad pick. They're not going to. I don't. I think the Dolphins is a game that people may be interested, like at in December. Dolphins will be a week before. Prime time. Hopefully, we play the Dolphins in like a blizzard. I do like that though. Like you play the Dolphins early in the year in Miami. A lot of the schedules. A lot of the schedules I've seen. The play here against Miami, like in late December. I thought they switched though. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it's like college football, where like every year you switch home game, and like I feel like so now we're playing them here early. Now let me let me cook for a second. Let me think. Cook. Well, I think that's any mock schedule I'm looking at right now, and I've been scrolling. Oh, that's through. not true though. That's no, that's not true though. Because 21, 21, they played in Miami, shut them out, and then they played like the Halloween last year. They played in Miami first, then Buffalo. Twenty twenty, they played in Miami, then Buffalo. Twenty nineteen was the narrative. Twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen was the last year they played in Buffalo first, then Miami. I think that's the narrative, though. They want, like... So I, I, like do, I, I agree. I, I, I don't know. I think for the division standpoint, it makes sense. Like, give each team the advantage at home. Give Miami the heat and us the cold. No, you know? see, see, then we want to play Miami at 8 p.m. Sunday Night Football. There you go. I'll tell you. I think it's the week before the last week, Sunday or Sunday Night Football, late game. And then we play the Jets. The I final. think it's a flexible game. I think it's the exact same situation as last year. If the teams are both good and it's a relevant game, they're going to get flexed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. No, thank you. Yeah, but I think that does it for our schedule predictions. I mean, we'll chat about it, of course, when it comes out. Um, like last year, we were in the outdoor studio doing that last year. If you don't remember, that was something. So that that was that was a whole different whole different ball game last year. So the birds. I don't yeah. know if you can hear bird. There's bird. I can hear them outside <laughs> the window. Yeah. I, I think there's a, it's a little reminiscent of the outdoor. There was a truck that drove by, and I was like, oh, that wasn't too loud. But No, we're good. We're good. But the high charity softball event happened a couple days ago on a gloomy Sunday, unfortunately. It was, it was a great event. What, 16,000 people there? It was sold out. And... They raised a lot of money, did what they wanted to do. Josh Allen was dethroned as the home run derby champion. Big Spencer Brown took it from took it from him. I mean, Dom, you were working the game. I mean, what, what was your experience like? There he is. There's Spencer Brown right there. What was your experience? Before I get into the fan experience down down below, what was it like up in the press box? That's pretty cool. I walked in. I walked in where the players entered, so that was pretty sick. Oh, cool. Did you see anyone? Should have grabbed a bat. 
I at least said I was walking in. I was walking up somewhere. I said, "Dang, I should have dressed up like in a, in a, like a semi suit and looked prefer- like like I was like had shades on, looked like I was a professional football player." Oh but God. I think people would see right through me, seeing that I'm just dead skin and bones. <laughs> then, you know, my only hope would be that they think I have some like six three like raw practice squad wide receiver, or I think you're on the coaching staff. I don't know. I athletic like trainer, guy. athletic trainer. Yeah. Athletic Water trainer boy? shows up to a, uh, oh a charity, a charity softball event. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> hey, Bobby Boucher won the Bourbon Bowl. So that's some that's some high quality H two O. Love that movie. Love that movie. I have his jersey. I have his jersey. I have a Bobby Boucher jersey. I got Mike with that one. Yeah, I have a Bobby Boucher jersey that I've worn multiple times. So <sighs> yeah, it was it was a fun event. Uh, the home run derby was. Home run derby was a lot better than last year. I don't remember if you remember, but like last year, I thought like they didn't even hit that many home runs. Like I thought they. Like, I just remember Greg Mans. Yeah, the they were bad. Last they were so, year. Yeah, they were so bad last year. This, they definitely Mans, had some batting practice before. Dude, this my year. boy Greg Mans started off with six bombs. I was like, man, this dude's come out to play, and then all of a sudden, like AJ hits eleven, Spencer mm-hmm. Brown hits ten, Boogie and, Basham blew it. Yeah, at least he hit a bomb. Yeah, but, yeah, Josh, man. Freaking can barely see the ball because of his freaking hangover, but it was hitting nukes. If I'm sorry, if Josh was sober, he was win- he would have won. He had a he had a lot going on that day. He reported Dude, he, had a couple, he had a couple of nice grabs in center field too. He played a nice center field in the softball game. I love when he's videotaping the so when someone hits a home run, he's got his phone like phone out yeah. just running the Unfortunately bases. For Josh, though, who only went one for three in the softball game, did hit a nuke, but yeah, it popped up a couple times. You know, I think at that point, you know, his mind was kind of in a different place. Yeah, I think the NFL script writers had something to do with this game. Having Micah Hyde be the walk-off. Walk-off Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, it was like, it, you couldn't have, you couldn't, all these people around me, you couldn't write that. You couldn't Is write good that. good for week one next year? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. I think that the greatest play that ever happened was first play of the game, ground ball to shortstop, Matt Milano. Little rain delay. Goes to charge it, slips, eats it, politely just checks himself out of the game. I legitimately, I wore a Milano jersey to the game, and like I was like, well, yeah, he just blew, blows an ACL or something. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. he goes, goes, yeah, I was here. Uh, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> oh my god, no, that was bad. And then, oh, also they confirmed Demar Hamlin, right? Like earlier in the week micah hyde posted a picture of him confirming him to be there just was never there never seen never yeah, announced there. they might have just not but they might have just been the sometimes you know, i think those players yeah, maybe were, it was just chill you know yeah. like white and milano were just kind of hanging in the dugout the whole time yeah they brought him out though and announced them that's there. the only thing like it was just like they still announced him i was confused i'm like oh i guess yeah. DeMar I, don't know. Make I just remember i'll say my last point and i got a dip but i just remember last year it was pretty fun um, it's oh, nice to like see that they're like I don't know how to describe it. Like their camaraderie is is there. You know, it's it nice seems to like come out their helmets on, so you can actually like picture them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like being able to see like who they are, like not just on the gridiron. Yeah, so, oh, like, gridiron. You, that was a cute word. <laughs> the gridiron. Okay, Cali boy. California boys. You said Cali boys first. I did not say Cali. Yes, you did. Rewind. Yeah, you did. Rewind. I'm I'm Rewind going to clip it. that. As soon as you say it, you said Cali I'm gonna, boys. I'm going to actually put it right in. As soon as you say I didn't like, say it. Do not say Cali boys. Okay. Maybe I did. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. Massive yeah. backtrack I'm doing now. All right, Mike. But, well, enjoy your day at Shul or wherever you're going. Um, You're wrapping it up, right? Graduating soon. Where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just went off on a tear. Have a good one, buddy. Here we go. I'll talk to you guys. Thanks. See you later. Oh, all right. So now, just my last point about the high charity game. I mean, also it was great for charity. So yes, they raised yeah. a lot. Of money, so good. they did, and it's it's honest. I got a Micah Hyde signed helmet too. I did a little mystery box. I got the little mini helmet or whatever because I was just like feeling frisky. I said, you know, I'll try my luck. I got Joe DeLamalure football last year. That was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And then 
this year ended up with the Micah Hyde helmet. I'm like, okay, all right, made the money back immediately right there. So I'm oh, I'm actual Micah Hyde helmet. Oh, I thought you. Were yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The helmet. Yeah. Where, where's um, that? I unfortunately it's at my dad's. I don't have it with me. I only have my Spencer Brown and Gabe Davis mini helmets to my left. Um, and Mario, yeah. Mario, Super Mario. I always have him on my left. He's my he's my man. So still wish we had him on the team. He was fantastic, but. Um, no, I, I, I will be going to that event every year if possible. It's, it's nothing but a good time. The fact that the, it, you know, a charity event pulls 16,000 people like that. Just, I don't know. That speaks volumes about the community and the way the team is supported by the community and the players who they are and pull in that kind of attraction. Like it's, it's, it's something else. And yeah, I mean, they would know. never do it, but like, it just kind of also shows that like, if there was a solid professional baseball team in Buffalo, like people would come. Yeah, and even the Blue Jays when they were here, it showed that that would happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's 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 tough because you think back, Salem Field, Coca Cola Field, was originally built to possibly have the upgrade to an MLB stadium, and that's just never going to happen, unfortunately. But hey, if they ever add a team, I, we can we can uh, we can we can head the charge. We can go to the meetings and whatnot, and you know, do that all that jazz. But I mean. Yeah, I, I loved it. I'll be going every year. So I think that does it, though, for the the Bills talk, right? Is there anything else you wanted to chat about? No, sir. All righty. Well, now I'll change the background here and get the, the bottom out of the way because it's covering up your beautiful name. Mm-hmm. So now we're on to the Sabres talk here. So let's just let's get into it here. The Amherst uh, 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 staying alive somehow. It's It's happening. They're surviving. They're thriving. They have a shot to go back. It's um, it's it's not looking too bad for them. I mean, what do you think? Like looking at it right now, I can't believe they almost blew that game. They were dominating the whole game up four one. They give up a goal at the end of the second period. They played terrible. They got shot twenty to two in the third period, and the man the myth the legend Lawrence Pilot wins it in overtime for the boys for the lads oh my god um Lawrence I, <laughs> it doesn't matter it, you know a win is a win he scored two goals didn't he um i believe so yeah yeah I think so. look at him khl look at that coming yeah, back khl is showing up but yeah they're going to play toronto now the marlies uh, for the North Division, if they win that, they'll advance to the Eastern Finals. And then if they win that, they'll play for the whole thing, I believe. So, what an opportunity for the lads. Uh, it's, great awesome. to see, it's great to see that their season's um, still going. I can't remember for the life of me. So, this is the best of five series. Their, their first two games, actually, their first game is tomorrow in Toronto. Then they'll play Saturday in Toronto. And then they'll come back Wednesday, Friday uh, in Rochester obviously came forwards if necessary. It's not a three sweep for either team. And then Sunday, if necessary, May twenty first will be the deciding fifth game if if again if necessary. So I'm um, yeah. hopeful this time they don't fall behind two zero in the series and they can you know get at least a split uh, on the road. But yeah, it's it's a it's exciting for the Amherst. It's exciting for those prospects to keep developing. I can't remember for the life of me. I think. I can't remember if the the Amherst got to this point last year. I'm blank. I'm, I'm pulling a massive blank. I know they got um, they got swept last year. I think they got to this point, or or they lost the round earlier. I it's weird because they didn't play that three game series. So I think I don't know. I thought they swept the team last year. So I don't I'm, I don't remember, but I know they were really like not doing. They were one of the scripts popped up or the outlines popped up when I clicked on Google Docs. And it was it was looking grim in like the episode looking title, grim. the Amer- the Amherst need a miracle or whatever we were saying, and then they all of a sudden made it. So yeah. I mean, they've definitely been in this position before. So I mean, they've been in worse positions. So I, I don't I don't think anything's unattainable for that team. Especially who can they call down from the Sabers? They can't call down Levi, right? They can't call anyone down. It's over. They had you had to do a paper transaction oh. during the season. So they had their roster. Uh, obviously, Oliver Nadu, who was a junior player. Um, he got assigned to the Rochester Amherst. Oslin got assigned, but I don't, I don't know if Austin or Nadu can play. I think they're just there to get reps with the team for next season, hopefully. So, yeah. But again, like it just shows that, like this team next season, the Amherst, like they're loaded with young talent. 
And I think a big reason why is that the, the Sabres really changed the philosophy from what Rochester should be compared to the old Barrow regime. Like one of the big things Kevin Adams did on that firing day was they fired Chris Taylor, who was the head coach of the Amherst. And people were up in arms about it because Chris Taylor was a beloved guy in the you know, in the organization and Rochester was winning. Like Rochester was a pretty successful program, but it wasn't the program Kevin Adams wanted. He wanted Seth Abbott, who, you know, has experience with the USA development team. Like he wanted that kind of program in Rochester where it's built off young guys getting as much ice time and opportunity as possible. This is why you're seeing, you know, maybe you see Austin come over from SHL after one year instead of two years. This is why you're seeing, you know, some of those Russians come over is that they want it to be appealing so that they could get their prospects in North American ice time as quick as quickly as possible. They right. don't want them to stay in Europe or or the KHL, the MHL, or juniors. They want them to get to Rochester as quickly as possible to have the opportunity. They don't, and they don't want veterans blocking. That was the problem in Rochester. There was a lot of veterans in Rochester. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a program that was built on vets and winning and now it's built on young guys and they're still winning like because they're developing throughout the season they're never going to probably be a team that you know is the number one team throughout the season they're never going to be the team that starts off the like about at the end of the year you see it again they're playing their best hockey they just beat Syracuse in the series they won a couple series last year with Quinn Paterka like they're growing every year so they could potentially be a powerhouse at one point so it's great it's it you know South Haber gets a lot of, you know, flat for his coaching style, but like the yeah. program he's developed over what Chris Taylor had actually really does help fit the Sabres uh, organizational efforts. And honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, you're absolutely right because you can't have a young guy mentality on the professional level, right? Like build it from the ground up and then have a bunch of old vets on the, uh, the, the AHL level, because it's just, if you call anyone up, it's not the same kind of system and whatnot. Like it's just not the same mentality. And the fact that they're kind of one in the same where you can, you know, what's going on in the league below and you, you can go from there. I mean, that's just huge in the success of both teams. Like you have to pull on someone, you know what they've been going through. They're coming up to a similar system that they're in. So it's a whole different game now because it's, it's not like you said, it's not separate things now. It's like one in the same. So that's, that's huge. Yeah, it's just an organizational change that I think when people saw it originally were a little bit puzzled by, yeah, okay, Kruger's gone, whatever. Like, that was kind of like, you know, that everyone kind of thought they were going to wipe the floor. Yeah. So the huge firings in the front office, but um, I don't know how they rebuilt the analytics program, how they rebuilt Rochester. It, I mean, it provides the Sabres with a lot of opportunities for success. It also provides the Sabres with a lot of opportunities to show off their prospects in the AHL. Um, you're seeing it now. Um, Isaac Rosine, I think, is easily the most forgotten Sabres prospect. I think you just kind of forget it. Like, you, you know, you think about Coolidge, you think about Savoy, you think about the guys already in Buffalo. Like, you kind of forget that this dude was a first-round pick um, a couple of years back and is starting to break out a little bit in Rochester, and he's starting to have, like, develop that off-puck skills, you know, that – you know, being in the lanes defensively on the rush, are you in the right spots to help support on offense? Like he's starting to get those little things clicking where it seems like he's also close to being actually ready, but there's not a spot for him. So he's probably going to spend another year in Rochester, but also then he becomes a trade piece. Like if he performs very well in Rochester at the beginning of next season, or even in the off season, you could show up like, Hey, this dude's getting better every year in Rochester. Like we just don't have the room for him, but we want something to upgrade our roster. Um, that's how you yeah. make tools. You also have Oslin. I mean, there's he's easily the most forgotten. I think him and Austin, just because there's, you know, SHL kind of out, not really in North America at the beginning of their time after being drafted, you kind of forget about them because Savoy, you know, juniors in Winnipeg. Yeah. Coolidge is here in Rochester. Like, they're, they're here. Ryan Johnson's in Minnesota. Like, they're actually in North America. You could actually, like, you know, it's not like you had to, like, wait six hours to see their games. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, he's definitely the most forgotten in my mind, and he's honestly probably closing in on being the most underrated. He's just just because he's not on – I don't think he's on, like, the tier of Coolidge Savoy or even want to put Levi in for right now, but he's, like, a tier two prospect right there of Oslin and, and you know, whoever. So, 
yeah, I, I just I love what they're doing in Rochester. It was a very fun experience. They, they played very hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speak on your game experience a little bit. I, I mean, I've never been to an Amherst game. I know you said the stadium's falling apart pretty much. I mean, it's, it's just, like, like, just old. It's interesting because they played the Nighthawks game, the, the Nighthawks game there, games there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's a really fun experience. The Amherst fans are really rowdy. I really respect it. Like they do a lot of chance and it's kind of, it's honestly, it's a little bit like a, I know it's playoffs. So I, I haven't, I've never, I don't think I've ever gone for a regular season game. So I don't, I don't know how that feels like, but for playoffs, like it, it has that bandits feel a little bit of like there's chance, there's screaming, there's shouting. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I, the, my only problem is that like the concession stands are bad just because they're too close. Like they're too, there's not enough space in between them. It's like a hallway when like in the Sabres, like it's it's like a opening. I don't know how to explain it, but like it's big. It's like pretty big for the Sabres between like the concession stand from across from each other in the yeah. band Amherst. It's like this Sabres is like that. So it's uh, that's mm-hmm. my only one complaint is it's hard to get concessions. But no, it's a great game experience. I really I would highly suggest anyone from Buffalo or anyone in general to have an experience of going to one of the one of their games. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, I mean I. I'm definitely looking to go at some point. Uh, how about the ticket prices? They can't be that expensive, right? No, they weren't that bad. No, it's, oh. it's pretty cheap. Also, like you could find a seat in like the nose. Not even no. They're not even whether they're that, that bad seats in the house, but they're you can find a cheap seat. So transitioning yeah. from our Amex, Amex fun. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks have won the right to the number one overall selection. The only team that jumped there were the third best odds or the third overall to one so congrats to the blackhawks couldn't happen to a worse organization you know you have sexual assault cleanup and then all of a sudden here you go Connor bedard here's 2.5 million dollars in season tickets that you guys are having as well because you have on bedard you know you guys have the third lowest capacity next season um absolutely ridiculous but they were this is why i i've always i, I always teeter on the fact if it's rigged or not because they do hire like independent like account like firms to do it but like I don't know, man. Like Crosby was definitely placed in Pittsburgh to save that franchise from dying. McDavid, same in Edmonton, feels like I just feel like this is kind of like the same thing of like this is a dying franchise and it's Chicago and you need a big star in a big market. Like Yeah. I don't know. I just I just like Columbus ain't gonna do it. And Anaheim kind of Cali. It would have been kind of cool with him and Zegris, maybe, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean I don't know. It's it's, just, it's interesting. It's silly. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I, I've been getting more into the NHL the longer we've been doing this, right? As you know, I mean, first Sabres and whatnot. But this, I I don't know. I, I, the synapses are not firing when I'm thinking about this right now. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Not like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I just don't understand the, the, the which I'm call it, the thought behind that. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't no, make sense. It's, it's just silly, as you would say. It did. <laughs> it makes sense why they would do it. I just like, all right, whatever. I mean, I still think Chicago sucks. So it's not like he's going to be on a team that's going to like be a playoff contender now. Or, you know, he's not, as I said to my dad, he's not, he's in the West. You know, they, they play him twice a year now or whatever it's going to be. Like, not. it's not like he went to Montreal or somehow Detroit got in there or something like that. So that was good. Obviously, the the Sabers were in the draft lottery. They could have only won up ten spots um, from thirteen to three. Obviously, that did not happen. So they are the thirteenth overall pick. Uh, we'll break down prospects more later. I got to get more into that. I know there's a couple pro- that, like right shot defenseman prospects that may be interesting. Were we going to do a, a big prospect thing? You wanted to do a special or something like that? Nah, maybe potentially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A little so. teaser there for you if you're if you're interested in some NHL prospects. So uh, that'd be cool. But yeah, so we'll look more into that. There seems to be some interesting forward options that they want. There seems to be a couple good right shot defensemen, uh, but it matters if the board falls their way. I mean, also there's potential for trade. It's just kind of stunning that like this, the Sabres have so many prospects and currently in the NHL where it doesn't seem like they have a lot of spots, a lot of prospects in the AHL, a lot of prospects outside the AHL, and now they have a potential to add another top 15 overall selection. And it seems like, 13th pick is a good pick. It seems like this draft kind of falls off, they say, after like the 20th pick. So it seems like they're going to be able to get a, get a solid prospect here at 13. So 
Yeah, um, very exciting for that. Um, so with that being said, I, I think I'm I'm just gonna quickly do a scan. A little playoff recap. I, I, it's I, yeah. I don't think there's. I mean, the Sabers. I the think, last time. So I think starting next week, uh, we will start to do our um, grades for the players. So we'll go line by line, yeah. pair by pair, and then the goalies together. We, we did, did that last year, year right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do it this year with the draft and you know July first as well. So. We shall do that, but I'm just checking to make sure I didn't miss anything. Nope. I think you're good. I don't think there's a lot going on right now, honestly, other than the playoffs. I mean, that's really it. So and play- all of our all of our predictions are botched, as we said last week. So, um, you know, it's it's just it's a tough moment from here on out. So, yeah, but my, the Panthers, the Panthers won. So my pick of my repick of Panther stars looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your pick of Panthers Kraken, not too bad. Two, two. And I know. I was laughed at. I was laughed at. It was they a ballsy pick, night, but they it lost happened. Night, though, six to three. Vegas crushed Edmonton to go up two one. Yeah, and the Hurricanes are gonna probably beat Lindy because they're up three one now. They kicked the crap out of them in New Jersey. So yeah, um, yeah. Look, look, looking like we might get a Hurricanes Panthers in one 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 final, and looking like we're gonna get potentially Vegas. And actually, I don't know when stars cracking because that series is tied two two. So, mm-hmm. um, very very interesting semifinals. I I will say it's that I don't think it's been as interesting as the first round. I don't know if, how you could beat the first round having eight matchups and now yeah. it's round of four. But yeah. I don't know this one. It seems a little light on um, a little light on like um, I don't, not intent, like I don't know like one series is three zero. Another series is three one with the home team hosting game five. The Vegas. Edmonton series, the last two games have been blowouts. The Stars Kraken series, other than game one, has been kind of blowout-ish. Like, it, it, there hasn't been a lot of great games, to be completely honest with you. So, yeah, hopeful, no, the, back half, hopeful the back half of the second round, uh, we get some action. Who knows? Maybe the Leafs come back from 3-0 down. Well, we got a tied series right now, like you said, with the Kraken, so that could get interesting really fast, too. So, I, I think I think we might see some more exciting stuff going on coming, coming down to the wire here, but... Um, yeah, I, I can't believe it. Like we're almost into the the eternal off season when the bandits are done. So it's coming quick. We'll have some hypothetical content for you, a lot of the grades and all of that stuff. But we're building. We're going to be building towards season three, the Buffalonian, which is crazy to think about. And uh, you know, so the next season of all the professional sports here in Buffalo. So I think that's going to do it for this edition, right, Dom? Anything else you want to add? Or is that, is that, are you all good? All right. We're all good. I'm Joe Kelly. I was joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino and Dom. How do you always end these buddy? Go bills, baby. Go bills. <laughs>